MidwestMixtapes.com. They promote and market albums, mixtapes, singles, and videos. MidwestMixtapes.com. They can get you on DJ conference calls, blogs, and email blasts. MidwestMixtapes.com. They work with several magazines, college radio campaigns, and street teams in multiple cities. It's going down. Here's another exclusive interview on K100 Radio. You are tuned to K100 Radio, hip hop and R&B. K100, you What up, K100 Radio? What's good, everybody? Check it out. We are rocking with my guy right here, man. We are rocking with John Flawless, uh, man. Listen, it's just going to be a dope show. All right, I'm going to tell you guys right now. Welcome, everybody, to the show. All right. Um, hit us up. We're live on YouTube right now. All right, make sure you uh, rock with us. If you're over there on the YouTube channel, uh, make sure that you, um, you know, subscribe. Hit subscribe on the subscribe screen, please, if you can. Uh, make sure you do that for us. Um, also, if you're rocking with us over there on Instagram, uh, welcome to the show again. Right, we're, trying to, we're trying to include all the social media platforms when we do the show. All right, so that's what we want to do. And we want to welcome our guests. We're not going to take up too much of your time today because, you know, we got a really dope and, and, and really just unique guest. Like, we talk to a lot of um, people on the broadcast over here on K1's radio, but this is a first. I've, I've, I've interviewed porn stars, politicians, um, you know, guys from prison. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of different things I've done over here at K1's radio, but I've never interviewed a flautist. And I want to make sure I'm saying a flautist. And this is the first time out of 10 years doing, you know, K1's radio, we've had a flautist on the show. I want to welcome my guy, John William Flautist, to the show, man. Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, <laughs> I, Listen, I got it. Like I told you before I brought you on, I'm like, I've, I've interviewed all kind of people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> This is the first time right. I've ever interviewed a flautist. And just so we're clear, a flautist is the person that plays the flute, which I, I thought, you know, before I met you, a person that plays the flute is a flutist or a, a fluter. I don't know. I don't know, what the, I don't know what the hell I thought it was called. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But oh, I didn't no, know you're both right. They're both right. Right. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I wasn't yeah. because I'm like, is that, am I, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, welcome to the show, brother. I'm glad to have you on. Thank you, man. I appreciate being on. I appreciate you having me, taking your time out to allow me to speak my piece and speak my truth and my artistry, you know, to the world and to all the listeners, fans, and supporters, man. Thank you very much. And you're absolutely right. Both flutists and flautists is correct. They're both right. Okay, so I've been tripping because I thought, like, dang, all these years I've been saying it wrong. But you can say that. You can use the other pronunciation, right? Right. Flautists is more so... Uh, terminology that's indicative to the European, you know, uh, since uh, European enunciation of a flute player, you know, uh, in Italy, Germany, uh, pretty much in Europe, because it came from Europe. Americanized, the word flutist is more so recognized, but they're both right. Like, one isn't wrong. They're both, you can both use either one. It's okay, you know. Got it. Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, I got it. A little, a little lesson before we even start this uh, interview, man. So listen, welcome everybody to K100 Radio, man. I got John William Flautis. Oh, one other question I do got about the name, though. Like, so do you say your name, like, all three? Is it, like, John William, comma, Flautis? Like, author John, John William, author? Or is it, like, 
Your artist name is John William Flautis. A flout, excuse me, Flautis. Like, which one is it? Yeah. Yeah, my name, uh, a lot of times I say all three. My name is derived from both of my grandfathers. My grandfather on my mom's name is uh, named John, and on my dad's and on my dad's side is my grandfather's name, William. And the reason that I use Flautis is because it's different. Like, that's the whole, like, my whole identity as a flute player, as a black man in Atlanta that was raised in the Atlanta public school system is that I'm different. So that's why I, you know, I use, I utilize the word flautist in my name because I like to stand apart from every, from anybody else that may play the flute, who may call themselves a flutist, you know. You don't hear flautist every day in their name, so that's why I incorporate it. All right, got it. I got it. I got it all now. I'm, I'm, I got it together, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I was like, I got to ask him this off top because I, I was pronouncing it wrong. I ain't going to lie. I cheated before I even came on the air asked him how to say it. You know what I'm saying? Just to make sure I didn't sound like a jackass. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I knew what uh, I was talking about. But, yeah, I got it now. All right, man. So, listen. Matter of fact, you brought up an interesting place where I want to uh, start the conversation and start the interview at. You said you grew up in Atlanta, raised, raised in Atlanta mm-hmm. at public school. But... I mean, I went to public school. I'm pretty sure most people that's watching this probably went to public school, too. I don't know how many, you know what I'm saying, private school kids check out the show or the interview. But how do you, how do you get into the flute? Like, even, even in – I, I, I was in band. I, went, I played band for a little bit. Even though I didn't stick with it, I ended up playing the drums and learned how to play the drums later in life. That was my first introduction to music. But it was just a lot of people just couldn't get it with the flute. Like, how did you, how did you get into the flute and really just get so good to where – we're going to get into some of this music and we're going to get into some of your accomplishments. You're like, you know, really renowned. Like, how do you perfect that instrument? It takes, uh, well, perfecting the instrument, it, like most things, man, it just takes time. Like, it takes time and practice. Simple as that, you know. Uh, they say if you do something, you know, enough times it becomes a habit or, you know, you can master it or whatever. I forgot the saying at the moment, but it's, just, it's, it's time and practice and dedication. There's no way around it. There's no cookie-cutter kind of way. You know, there are progenies, you know what I'm saying, progenies out there that they can learn it just like that, you know, and they and they just, you, you would call them a virtuoso, but that wasn't me. I'm just, again, a regular dude that, you know, I picked up the flute and I stuck with it. And to answer your question, I started playing it because, you know, my mom, you know, I come from a musical family. You know, my mom, she played the French horn. My mom and my dad, you know, they were in the choir in college and whatnot, and they were in the choir in church. You know, they, they you know, sing. And so, you know, it was almost a non-negotiable that my brother and I, you know, shout out to my brother Leroy E. Leroy E. Comedy, what's up, homie? Uh, but it was almost a non-negotiable that we play instruments in the house. And so, you know, when she took us to the instrument shop, you know, I wanted to play trumpet at first, but my brother played trumpet. So, you know, you always got that big brother, little brother rivalry, you know, so I didn't want to, I didn't want to be like him. And so I picked the flute because, you know, my mentor, the guy who taught me how to play the flute, you know, that we attended the same church. Uh, Reverend Arthur McClinton, he played it. He was able to give me direct instruction. And at the time of selecting my instrument, it, it looked easy. You know, there I, I was at the time I was in like third grade, you know, so I wasn't really aware of any kind of, um, uh, I, I guess what you would call, uh, I wasn't aware of any stereotypes that went, that went with different instruments. So a lot of right. times you may hear people say, oh, the, oh, the flute is a girl's instrument, and, you know, oh, that's a, you're too big to play a flute. You boys can't I mean, all that, that BS. I, I can't even lie to you, bro. Like, like I like that's what, I was trying to, like, in, in my brain, like, think. And then I, I looked at the videos. I'm like, like even if, you, even if you tell me with my eyes closed, okay, we've got a guy, and he plays the flute. I'm not thinking 
you you just don't you don't even fit the idea of what I would think a flute player would be because again, only the girls were the only ones that wanted to play the flute when I was back in back where I'm from in band. So you're a bigger dude, and it's like you're a black man first and foremost. You're a bigger dude. It's like, bro, it's like you just don't even fit the mold at all. So it's like, how does that? How, I know you get that a lot. How, does that affect how people take you? I oh. mean, of course, when you start playing. Oh, yeah. oh, it's over once you start playing because I've heard you play, and we get ready to get to this music. It's over once you start playing. They already done talking. But before that, like, well, like, like, are you joking? Are you kidding? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, basically. Basically, you kind of answered the question. Uh, you know, growing up, I definitely endured bullying. You know, so I do. I endured ridicule. You know, people talking. You know, look about how I play. You know, like oh, you're a boy and all that good stuff. But honestly, you know, I had that support system from my family. You know, uh, and I and that's the thing. I got good, and that's the important thing because when you're good at something. People can only say so much. I still got ridiculed. I get ridiculed to this day because if you look at me face-to-face, I look like I'm a third-string linebacker. You know what I'm saying? I look like I'm straight off the practice squad from the Falcons. But like right. you said, once you know, once I start playing, all of that goes away. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. And even as a music teacher, even as a band director, you know, I feel pride and I feel good that I'm able to influence other young boys or young men who feel as if, you know, yeah, I like the flute. I can play the flute, too. I don't have to be ostracized because I'm a guy and I play the flute because my band director does the same thing every single day. And nobody's going to say anything to him because of uh, the amount of talent that he's achieved over the years. So that's basically how it is. You know, you when you get good enough at it, what are you going to say? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a guy telling me something I don't know. Yes, I'm big. I look like, you know, I'm a, I'm a weightlifter. Tell me something I don't know. Okay, now that you said all this, come get these music notes. Let's get this music. And I'll play, and then everything's all good. So, yeah, that's how that yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's true. I mean, that's like a – I ain't going to lie, dog. Like, okay. It's a, I, I can really do a really – I wish I had a whole hour to do an interview with you because I could just go on. Like, <laughs> that's a flex. Like, I, I don't know if you're married, if you're single or whatever. But, like, if even, even with, like, probably with women, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're talking about, like, wowing a woman, you're talking about, like, blowing a chick's mind on a date or, like, you know what I'm saying, on their birthday or doing something special. Like, you can come out, you can give flowers, but if even you can even serenade them with a song if you can sing. But, nigga, you pull up and you break out and break out a solo with a flute. Like, how can I compete with that, bro? Believe, I believe you need, man, like, the places I've gone. There ain't nobody studying no flute players, man. Everybody always looking at the saxophone player, the bass, the drummers, the guitar, you know, like the bass guitar player, the piano player. Like, I very, very, very seldom, little to none, that I've, I guess, you know, wooed somebody, you know, by playing the flute, even as well as I play, you know. So, it's all the saxophone players, man. Shout out to the saxophone players, all y'all out there. <laughs> but, yeah, so, man. So, the saxophone guys are the ones. And you got, like, it's dope because even when we're talking about, like, you know what I'm saying, you know, your uh, music and the stuff that we're getting ready to play because you're okay. So let's, let's kind of talk music a little bit. So it's, I don't know how difficult it is when you're, when you're, uh, you play instruments, like mostly you guys are booked to like go on tour or you guys are playing studio sessions or whatever. You don't see too many guys who just do only an instrument and don't really sing, rap, whatever, who put out albums and put out songs up under their name. They're normally a feature, or they're normally just getting the credits and the writers or, or the gig money or the, or the tour money. Like, But you've got songs mm-hmm. you're putting, out, putting together that they're your songs featuring some pretty dope artists. Some of them actually interviewed on K100 Radio before. 
right? Big name artists, you know, people that have sold, you know, millions of records and, and other people that are really deep in the game. Like, like what made you want to actually put out music yourself as a flautist instead of just like, you know, doing the status quo and showing up and, and playing your part and getting your money and rolling out? Uh, well, honestly, I got to thank my brother, uh, Leroy, East, Leroy Aaron Comedy. I got to thank him for that because he's the one growing up that always held me accountable regarding recording. Like when for one Christmas, I think when I was in maybe like in, in middle school, my mama got me a keyboard. And uh, he used to always ask, have you learned how to record? You learn how to record? You learn how to record? And so as as a mus- most musicians, um, they always have something within them. They got a melody in their head or a rhythm in their heart. And whatever it is, it just stays with them. But with me, I, I don't want to take anything to the grave. I want to get everything out for as long as I can, you know. And so at that, so that mindset in conjunction with, you know what I'm saying, my brother holding me accountable to finally record and get something out, you know, I I, I basically I linked up. You know, I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about DJ Barwin, but that uh, I, I linked up with my bro, you know, my partner, my homie, one of my, my producers, man, my friend, you know, a brother of mine, DJ Burnwin, and he's the one that, you know, we got together. And the music, those melodies that I've had in my head, I was able to translate those from my head to my flute to my phone to his studio to actual music. And so, right. you know, that's how it all conceptualized, and that's how it all pretty much formulated. And from that point on, I mean, that, and that's what I do. And I, and I, I do – and I do play other instruments as well. You know, I play saxophone, and I do play clarinet, pretty much all of the concert band instruments because I am a band director. So a lot of those instruments I use in my own music, you know. <laughs> and so right. uh, it, it just, I mean, also, 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 like you said, I, I would go and gig, and I would go and play. I'm always playing somewhere. I'm doing a wedding. I play. I played at numerous restaurants around Atlanta, Copeland's mm-hmm. of Atlanta, uh, no, I'm sorry, Copeland's of New Orleans, uh, Fumi Hibachi, uh, Papado's, uh, Brooklyn Tea Shout Out. I played at a lot of these places, and and people will always ask me, "Hey, do you have a CD? Do you have music?" Right. And I right. would never, I would never have anything of my own. Even when I would play, I would always play covers. I would always right. do covers, and in doing those covers, that's fine. But at the end of the day, that's somebody else's music. That's somebody else's song. And I really wanted something to call my own that I could leave on this planet for when I go on the glory. You know, so I can always be here. One way I got or another. It. So that's how I really, that's how I got into it. You know, wanted to do gigs and have music to give to sell to people that I can call my own. You know, it makes, and, and when you stop to think about it, this is K100 Radio. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. rocking out, man. This is a direct live interview. We're rocking with John Williams. All right. Flautist. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And... It's just an interesting conversation, man. I don't get a chance, like I said, I, all, out of all the people that we, you know, we interview and the people that we talk to on this platform, which is a lot of artists and stuff, at the end of the day, you know, we just don't have a lot of flautists coming through. And so this is a pretty interesting conversation. But I think ultimately at the end of the day, to, to, to take off of what you just said at the very end of your statement when I asked you about, you know, why, why are you creating music? You're an artist. Like, at the end of the day, and, and sometimes we forget about that with musicians, I feel like. I feel like sometimes we just forget that if they're not front and center, if they're not the singer or the rapper or whatever, especially with us, mm-hmm. we just forget about the fact that in, people who play instruments, musicians are also artists themselves. That's art. That's actually art, more art and more artistic in a lot of ways, most ways, than people who just, you know, are the performer of, 
you know, vocally. You feel what I'm saying? So I think a lot of times we just right. forget, and I think they forget. But like you said, I'm an artist. I want my own. Sh- I want my own shit. I want to be able to leave a legacy. When people ask me, "Hey, can I take this with me?" You want to hand them something tangible. That's yours, and so it makes perfect right. sense. But you just don't see it as often. You feel what I'm saying? Exactly. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You right? Yeah. So um, I, I want to talk about how did you connect with DJ Burn One? Shout out to him. How did y'all connect, man? Because he's pretty dope, but he's a pretty well-known producer, man. I, is, he, is, is it him that you and him cooking up the tracks together like you're doing your your instrument part and he, he's dropping drums or whatever behind it? Man, Burn One. You 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 got you got a, a Justin Timberlake and 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 uh and and Timberlake. You got you got Jay Z and Swiss or Jay Z and uh and Guru, young Guru. You right. know what I'm saying? You got uh I don't know. I mean you you have people who lock on and really understand certain producers and vice versa to where they can just create magic. You know what I'm saying? Gucci and Zaytoven. You know, mm-hmm. uh T I and, and uh DJ Two. And so like Burn One, like that that Burn One is, is that that's and I produce with other people, but Burn One is the one that really put me in position to to get my recording career off the ground. We both linked up uh, a while back. You know, I was playing. You know, he reached out to me. We did a studio session a while. You know, we did a studio session, and uh, that's when I was real new into recording. You know, I really didn't know nothing. And then he reached back out to me later, and he wanted me to play on on a song that he was creating for the Superfly soundtrack. And the song right. is entitled If You Want It, featuring uh, Sleepy Brown and Scar. And he had this plethora of musicians, and, you know, he reached out to me, and I, uh, and to make a real long story short, you know, I reached back, and I, that was the first song I've ever played on in which I go to the movie, and I see my name in the credits. I'm like, wow, yo, woo, right. gracious. And so, you know, shout out to Burn for that, because that, not only was that a dope opportunity, but he connected me with other musicians that I've, you know, that I've called upon and, you know, reached out to, to, you know, to help me with my artistry along the way. And, uh, from that point on, you know, that was that was the guy that I, you know, that I, I linked up with to create to help put my album together, my first album, Melodic Ascension, which was released three years ago this past May eighth. So I just had a three year anniversary of my debut album, Melodic Ascension. If you all don't know it's on all platforms, go ahead and stream it. Produced by DJ Burn one. And uh and from there, you know, it's it's just magic. Like when we lock in in the studio together and when we don't have any kind of deadline and we're just able to create and it's organic. Oh man, we make bro, it's is it's, it's insane. You know, the thing and we created so much stuff that hasn't even been released yet, but I like Burn One because he, he's a student of music. You right. know, and he's always learning. He learns from everybody around him. He's he soaks it in like a sponge and he utilizes that in his own craft, you know. So, you know, from there, uh we did more you know, we after, you know, um, a lot of contention. And uh, shout out to those who worked on that, the five DJ Burnwell and the Five Points Bakery. So I got to give uh, Ricky Go, Ricky Go, shout out. Um, uh, HD Walt, Walter Williams, shout out. Anna Valina, shout out. Thank you, Anna. We got a song on there called Girls Instrument, man. She blazed it. Uh, Siraj Rick, shout out. Thank you, Siraj. I met Siraj when we did um, the If You Want to track. Trumpet player extraordinaire. Not only trumpet, but hornsman. Brassman, I mean, just extraordinary. He's done work with all kinds of people in the game. And uh, also, huge, huge, huge shout-out to Big Rube of the Dungeon Family because uh, Big Rube, he, he was on my uh, in my initial project on a song right. entitled Solar Moon. And, you know, with Rube, with, 
like with his intellect, with his insight, and the, the rasping of his of his voice, he pretty much set the whole track on fire, man. I mean, because you know he does spoken word and he raps. Dunza family, right. first generation Atlanta legend, big Rube. So, you know, all of those individuals helped me on my, you know, helped bring my initial my debut album to light. So, thank you guys for that. And just the guy gets to keep it keep it going, you know. Um, when it was time for me to do my second album, um, my most recent album, Tomorrow's Yesterday, again produced uh, by Burn One, uh, co-produced by myself because I produced a couple of tracks on it as well. Uh, he was there, gave me the flavor, gave me what I need, gave me the guidance. You know, th- th- he does mixing, engineering, um, mastering. He pretty much photog- photography, videography. He's like a definitely a renaissance man. Like he damn near does it all, you know. So he well, helped me out with that, man. I'm just Yes, sir. I, I, we got like we got we got a, we only got a couple of minutes left because these minutes go by so quick. So I got to get to this music. You feel what I'm saying? So we gotta let the people hear what's really the product uh, and, and and what's the what's the outcome of all this collaboration and all this great dope stuff that you've been able to do. All these great dope people that you work with. So I'm gonna start out and, and, and everybody that's watching over on the uh, YouTube channel or maybe everybody that's watching on Facebook or um, over on uh, Instagram. We got the video gonna pull up for you. So you got a song, right? And you already told me that you work with legendary people like, you know, Organized Noise, you feel what I'm saying? It sounds like Sticky Brown, somebody Dungeon Family we talking about, you know what I'm saying? Big Rube and all that. And, you know, and I know being from Atlanta, that, that, that had to feel really great because those guys are, you know, legends from the city. But we've got you know another, another Dungeon Family legend on one, of, on one of the tracks that we're getting ready to play a video. We've got a song called Night Drive, all right? Yes, and it's got uh, Big Gip on it. You feel what I'm saying? Gip. Uh, James Worthy, yep. my other guy. We've, and I've interviewed, I've, I've had Big Gip on this show uh, years ago. Nice. He was on one of our um, industry shows that we had. Um, and then we had um, a direct line interview just like we're doing right now with James Worthy. So I'm familiar with both of these guys. You know what I'm saying? I don't know uh, Big Gip as much as I you know, kind of know James Worthy because I see him out and about all the time. <clears throat> but it's dope that mm-hmm. I know two people. I've already interviewed and they've already been on this platform and now you come with a record featuring Big Gilp and James Worthy. Talk talk really quickly about Night Drive so I can run this video and this song for these people. Alright, so uh real quick, when Barwan when Barwan and I was doing uh Melodic Ascension, we made the beat to Night Drive. You know, well he made it and you know, I, I contributed and whatnot. He allowed me to use the beat, you know, for my for my following album tomorrow's yesterday. Uh, I play in, in Atlanta airport, airport, and I was playing the song. It went viral. Big Gip reposted it, and I reached out to Gip. That's all it was. I reached out to him. I said, "Bro, uh, hey, thank you for reposting my, you know, saying the video of me playing. Uh, I have a song, you know, produced by DJ Burwin that I love for you to hop on, you know, if, if you're able to." And that's all I did. I just shot my shot, and right. thankfully he answered because he didn't have to do that. And he brought right. along, I didn't know James Worthy at the time, but Gil was like, yo, I got this kid that's up next, man. I got this kid that's doing it right now. Uh, we definitely need to put him on. And you think I'm going to tell Gil, nope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, cool. James Worthy came in, sang, killed it, brought melody and life to it. That's how it came to be. Why? And that's great. That is dope because, you know, when you're going viral and all, sometimes, you know, even without a celebrity of Gip stature, you know, reposting whatever, just regular people reposting stuff. But when somebody like that reposted and he actually answered, Woo. that says a lot about him. Woo. That he actually answered you, responded back, was like, yeah, I'm down. And then hooked you up with another artist to help. I was like, 
I, and and, and I, the, the one time that I did interview him on the show, he kept it so real. That was one of our highest rated shows because the shit he was saying about the industry was just so trill. He's just that kind of right. guy. So I just got to salute, salute to the homie. You know what I'm saying? Another Atlanta legend member. And of I, really my, you know, it's really dope. I got to say one I gotta say one thing real quick, and uh, even James Worthy, he just dropped the track called "See It My Way," and you know he had he asked me to play on it. I was glad to do it, you know. So it's just just the synergy of how the universe works with one another, you know. It, it's just right. it's remarkable, man. Exactly. So here it is, man. We're gonna go ahead and run this song, and again, if you're watching on the uh, visual mediums right now, live while we're on K100 Radio, you'll be able to see the video. But this is John William Flautist. All right, featuring Big Gil. All right, uh, featuring the homie James Worthy. All right, man, uh, the name of the song is called Night Drive. You guys let me know what you think. This is K100 Radio. You guys check it out. Let me know what you think, all right? You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. Yeah. Killing feet, mud on my hands, bullets and battles, I got blood on the flag. Talk them all, picket lines in these wicked times. Big corns, blue stripes, that's a short change. Want the whole block, whole city, whole state. The rats can't eat, cause there's no way. Cash, watch the bundles on the corner. Put them in stones and put barcodes on them. Paint job, try to hold 34 lines. 285, we on this night slide. We on the night drive, the paint job tie big tuna in the point. Eddie put the rubies off in my first gold. Drive to the sun, gone, the moon came back. Blow snowball, cruising on 90. Wear my shades at night, the chrome so shiny. See me, even in the shadow of death. I got a win, cause I hear my heart beating my chest. Take a drive through the city just to clear your head. Remember who you started with, not being the end. I need a night drive, yeah. Sometimes you need a yeah. Slick hips since the girls had the big hips. Slick hips since the players called their bow whips. Slick hips had the drop tops, moon roof, blowing moon rocks, riding down P Street. The cater still greater, still getting at the paper. Spaghetti touching got the whole city touching. Live like six flags on the south side. Slide with the braids when we on the north side. Stone Mountain, the Altoona, the fish are good. Bucket all the way to the backwoods, money sweet. Riding through these Georgia streets, looking at my Georgia peach. It's just a nice slide, night ride. Welcome to Candyland, home of candy paint, land of the moonshine. Clocks with no time, 285. Even in the shadow of death, I gotta win, cause I hear my heart beating my chest. Take a drive through the city just to clear your head. Remember who you start with, not being the end. I just need a nice drive, yeah. Sometimes you need a nice drive, yeah. Sometimes you need a nice Crawling out the gutter, oozing through the sewage. We flying down campus in the fluidus in the mutant. Got the torch tucked low, liquid loud on chill. Bringing tears down your face like when Lou left wheel. Even still, grinning in it is steady laughing. Shooters in the wing, need the one named McGavin. Cold to the soul, rotten to the core. They line them up and drop them and call it connect forward. Now we rhyme through the 
wet, I block still hot. But I'm clutching two knives like I'm hugging JJ Watt. Got burning on the beat. So you know it ain't no stopping me. They bowing to me. Like Martin did the hot Goonies still gripping, though they love the lurch. But they'll catch me when Black Tony report to work. So we finish up the night drive. Still puffin' sky high. Gotta rip the west side. 225 certified. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, Hip Hop right. and R&B. You know this real? K100, you bastard. K100 Radio, man. John Williams, Flautis, riding out. And, and then you had to go ahead and you couldn't, you couldn't resist yourself. You already over the plan the flute, you the flute, but you just had to get on the mic, didn't you? You couldn't take it, could you, I had to, man. Oh, I had dude. to. All right. I had to, man. This is K100 Radio. Man, I'm big, I mean, I mean, I, I definitely would have had to spit my 16, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, when am I going to get a chance yes, to do that again? When am I going to get a chance to be on the track with Gip again? You know what I'm saying? So exactly. I ain't even had that. Right. Um, man, we, man, time flies, man. This 30 minutes goes so quick. So that was um, John William Flautist. Again, if you're just not jumping on and you don't know who this artist is, he's a flautist. He's a flute player. So that was him playing the flute in the whole song. Like, that's, he's an instrumentalist. But on that song, he jumped on and gave us a little bit of them bars, too. You feel what I'm saying? So, like I said, this is the first time we had a chance to chop it up with uh, a guy who's a flautist. And it's been really fun and really dope. And I really like that record with him and Big Gip and James Worthy. Dope record. It's called Night Drive. Go check it out. All right. So, listen. Um, I know we got, like, two more records, but I only got time for, like, one more record. So, I got, like, I got the Cascade, uh, Cascade Cruising joint, but I also got the Running Red Light joint. But I can only oh, we do one run. of them. We got a we, we got to run the red lights, man. We got to run the red lights with Fabo, baby. Okay, I wanted to make sure. I don't have a video for that one, but I got the uh, the file right here. You feel what I'm saying? The one with uh, Fabo. Yes, sir. Uh, another another, another yes, sir. Uh, part of the legendary Atlanta group, D4L. R.I.P. to Shawty Lowe. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got the uh, Moon B. Long everybody, live low. You know what I'm saying? Everybody Long was part of that. Huh? Yeah, and Fabo. So we've got that record, and I got it loaded up, man. You know, I got to say one thing, though. I got to say one thing. Shout out to Miss Jackson watching over there on Instagram. She says that, that track is fire. Shout out to uh, my people watching over there on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, I see JC Rocker checking in over there on the YouTube channel. All right. Uh, oh, uh, Tasha Black checking in. What's up, Tasha? She's checking in. She's over there. Both of them giving that song um, some flame emojis. Everybody giving that song flame emojis is watching live on our social media stream. Right. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank right. you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good stuff. Make sure we're going to make sure we give him a chance to give out his social media so you guys can uh, find exactly where it's at, even though it's not hard. I, I literally got his name on the screen. So if you're on YouTube, just go and find him real quick, John William Flautis. I actually have the only people who can't see your name right now are the people listening on our website or our app. All the, all the other mediums, I got your name literally on the screen. So <laughs> it shouldn't Ooh, be hard for them to find you. All right, yeah. So listen, um... This next record, Running Red Lights, uh, featuring Fabo. Tell me about that, and we're going to drop this one before we roll. And I'll talk real quick because I know we are bound for time. Uh, one song I always play when I do gigs is uh, Scotty. You know, that geek, the geek, the And Fabo was the first person ever to even comment and repost me doing a cover of his song. Uh, I've seen him around town. I was able to get into a studio session with him when he was with uh, KLC, the drum major, you know, Beats by the Pound. And basically, I like like I did with uh, with Big Gil, I reached out to him like, Fabo, what up, big bro? And by this time, he's aware of me, you know, because he, he's reposting my stuff. And there ain't too many dudes in Atlanta playing the flute. And I asked him, I'm like, yo, I got this song. You want to hop on it? He said, yes. I said, bet. 
Uh, we got to a studio at Stankonia. We made it happen. Also, shout out to David Banner, who allowed us to use his studio to record Night Drive. Had to throw that in there. And so uh, Fabo did his thing, man, brought it to life, and here we are. I mean, come on, man. Like, you, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, you can't tell me, like I said earlier, being a flautist and being able to be that dope with an instrument and being a black man, you know what I'm saying, in Atlanta, just has, has been able to just open those doors and it's just like it's not a lot of you guys walking around. So you got Fable, like, that, you want to do a song? Yeah. Big Gift? Yeah. David Bennett, can I use your studio? Why not? Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> can we record at Legendary uh, studio in the city? Can we record there too? Why not? It's a lot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, like, and, and again, like, the thing is, I'm an anomaly, man. Like, I bask in my difference. I love, I dwell in the fact that I'm not like anybody else. That's what I love about playing the flute, and that's why I continue to do it, because when I go to an open mic or go to do anything, like, people don't expect it. And so I, you know, and so I take advantage of the unexpected that is me, man, and I love it. Stuff, man, and I would, too. I don't blame you. That's what's going to make you stand out, and that's why you're winning right now. So before we get ready to roll out, I'm going to run this record. This is called Running Red Lights. It's featuring Fabo. All right? This is John Williams. Flautist, a.k.a. That means flute player, in case you didn't know. All right? K1's <laughs> Radio. Stick around before we uh, sign out so I can make sure y'all get all this social media information so you can find all these dope records. Let's check this one out. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. Is that heart attack? Is that heart attack? Is that Louis Louis Will Smith? 
follow that podcast on uh, uh, Spotify, like our page on Facebook, on Facebook, everything, man. Uh, make sure you keep up with the grind, man, so you can check out some of these interviews and in our show. We'll be back Wednesday for Illa Kill. We out. You are tuned to the K100 Radio, hip-hop and R&B. <laughs> You said that you would ride for me.